Looking for something fun and unique in Evergreen Park? You should try Unidad, a Latin kitchen and bar. Unidad brings together family homemade recipes and craft cocktails to create a one-of-a-kind eating experience. Plus, every Friday, enjoy happy hour specials from 3.30 to 6 p.m. And Unidad is currently open for dinner on Sundays with half-priced bottles of wine for a limited time. Unidad, a Latin kitchen and bar located at 3339 West 95th Street in the heart of Evergreen Park. Learn more at unidadrestaurant.com. Unidad is a proud sponsor of this week's episode of the EP Podcast, and I want to remind you about something we talked about just last week. Unidad is offering, starting this week, their brand new corned beef taco. I have been told this could be one of those food items that people wait around for each and every year in the EP. It's going on starting this week and throughout the rest of the month of March as Unidad gets into the spirit of the high holiday. So if you're looking for something this week that you haven't done before for St. Patrick's Day, at some point, work your way over to Unidad, the proud sponsors of this episode of the EP podcast found right here in Evergreen Park. And now let's start the show. The EP podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at the eppodcast.com. Got a pretty good episode for you this week, this 30 minutes that is presented by Unidad Restaurant. Hi, my name's Chris. I'm your neighbor. And I've got local Evergreen Park guy, Tim Moran from The Patch, sitting down here at my nine-foot homemade oak bar. And he is going to, in just a moment, give us a preview of the Southside Irish Parade, which is coming up this weekend. I also have a massive, huge, amazing announcement all about a live EP podcast event with music to kick off the St. Patrick's Day weekend. I'm going to give you details on it where and when you should be to be a part of a live show, a live recording of the EP podcast. I'm bringing guests. I'm bringing stuff to give away. It's going to be a blast. That's coming up in mere minutes. I have been thinking, though, over the last couple of weeks, this is the time every year where I start seeing there's a trivia contest, like everywhere. Like all the local schools are doing some kind of trivia contest. It's like the trivia season. And I love trivia contest. Like St. Bernadette's doing a trivia night on the 30th this month over in O'Brien Hall. I go over to the Barnabas one almost every year. That's just outside of EP in Beverly, but I go. But there's one that I've actually won. My table of 10 took the championship a few years ago in the one over at Most Holy Redeemer. And I've got Tom Winstead. He's the host of the event. Erin Bishop's down here. She does a lot of the organizing for the event. And her husband, Pat, is down at the end of my nine-foot homemade oak bar here in my basement just drinking all of my Guinness. So, Tom, first question. What do people go to these trivia nights for? Is it for the glory? Is it to raise money for charity? I think they're there for the drinking. Above all (laughs) things, Chris. Don't make any mistakes about that. Um, It's a lot of fun. This is our third year, potentially Final year, we'll see. We need somebody to pick up after uh, after this. Shift's Don't look over. at what are you looking over here for? Yeah. I got a podcast, but it's it's been a lot of fun. I'm a trivia man at heart. Yeah, I always enjoy it. 
Does it does it stink to like not be able to be part of it because you're, you're no announcing not at all. It's, it a, it's a lot of fun doing all it. Right. I'd say even right. probably more fun than than uh, than being a part. So much fun you probably want to volunteer to take over <laughs> as the trivia committee for next year. It's that good a time. Aaron, when is this? When are, when are you guys having your trivia competition? We are less than two weeks away. Saturday, March twenty third. Saturday, March twenty third, over at Most Holy Redeemer. And how do the people get into it? We still have a few tables left. And you can go on the Most Holy Redeemer website to see how to sign up. This isn't just open to just Redeemer families, though, right? No, Anybody who have... wants to play trivia Correct. wants to do this. Now, here's I just want to say something here. And, and you know, I, I don't even know if I'm going to have a table this year because a lot of the people that are at my table have, have disappeared or are going out of town. So I'm still trying to get my team together. But this one here I like because you're in it really until the end. Because you have something that happens at the end where it's almost like Jeopardy, where you get to you get to take the points that you've earned and and risk them. So you're in it really until the end, and it's run by you guys. So you go over the questions. You're not hiring like a trivia company to come in where you don't know if it's going to be fun trivia or if it's really personal trivia, like Evergreen Park type trivia. You know, I mean, you do local stuff, you do fun stuff, you bounce around. I think everybody can be involved in it. That's what I always liked about your night. Yes, we inherited that tradition from the previous team, and then we added the Jeopardy at the end because we realized by the end of the night... You added it because my team won, and you wanted to find a way to beat me. (laughs) And and that's what happened. You were like, that Lanuti won, and we have to find a way to stop it. He found out. That was our entire first meeting was how to stop Chris Lanuti (laughs) from being the winner. Chris Lanuti from winning again. That's exactly what happened. That's exactly what we did. Okay, so who comes up with this? It's been brutally effective so far. (laughs) It has been. I've been running second for the last two years, and then I get to that Jeopardy thing and lose everything. So if you don't show up this year, we're all just going to assume. That I gave up? Oh, no, that gauntlet has been thrown down. there, Chris. Anyway, we have your rejected questions here. Yep, we have a handful here. We're going to do those here in a moment, okay? So we are hanging with the uh, Most Holy Redeemer Trivia Board, who's got this event going on. It is on the 23rd of March. Doors open at 6, trivia starting at 7 o'clock. $450 a table. There's 10 people max at a table, so it's like 45 per person. Uh, It includes bottled beer, pop, water, and there's pizza all the way until 11 p.m. At that point, everybody turns into a pumpkin. We will be back in just a moment to do some rejected trivia questions. I'm going to see how I do on these right here on the EP Podcast, found everywhere podcasts can be found and always at the EPPodcast.com. All right, EP Podcast listeners, it is now time to give you the announcement that I teased at the beginning of the show. The EP Podcast with a live in-person event in which we will be recording next week's episode this week on Thursday night, 3.14, from 7 to 9 p.m. in front of a live audience, a live crowd. You can come and join us as we kick off St. Patrick's Day weekend. We've got the Chicago Stockyard Kilty Band performing live and a list of guests that are growing along with giveaways for you. Now all I have to do is tell you where it's going to be. Porter Cullen's Irish Pub and Restaurant, 3541 West 99th Street in Evergreen Park. We will be there starting at 7 p.m. this Thursday, the 14th. Like I said, the Chicago Stockyard Kilty Band playing. We're kicking off St. Patrick's Day weekend in style. I've got all kinds of cool swag from the EP Podcast. How else are you going to kick off St. Patrick's weekend than with Guinness on tap and the EP podcast 
live and in person with bagpipers and drums. And in addition to the live recording of the EP podcast, two other podcasts produced at this bar will also be recorded. Socks in the Basement, the Chicago White Sox podcast, and Father Paul's own podcast, Me and the Priest. 7 p.m., Thursday the 14th, Porter Cullens, kick off St. Patrick's Day weekend with us. It's the EP podcast, live and in person. Be there. That announcement's big. I'm excited about it, but there's a lot more going on in the EP this week. So let's find out the word on the street in Evergreen Park. The Evergreen Park Police Department Fish and Sports Show is happening Friday, the 22nd of March at Bourbon Street. And there is a comedy night fundraiser over at Mother Macaulay, Saturday, the 23rd of March in Macaulay Auditorium. And if the long winter has you so agitated that your children are stuck inside the house playing Fortnite, and you want to throw them out, look no further than Open Gym every Friday night at the Activity Center for kids in grades 5 through 8. And it's only $5 for two hours of basketball from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Two hours of peace. Two hours of having your own television and not having to listen to your kid yell at some other kid because he won't let him have the pump shotgun. Just give him the pump shotgun, Billy. Just give him the pump shotgun so he leaves me alone. There is something else coming up this week that involves me. On top of that announcement, on the 14th, this Thursday night, I am going to be at the EP Library the night before on Wednesday this week, March 13th at 6.30 p.m., talking about podcasting. Learn how to enjoy podcasts. Learn how to make your own podcast. So get out Wednesday night to the library and join me at 6.30 in the evening, and we'll geek out over podcasting. That's another way to get away from Fortnite. Stupid Fortnite. Look at all those people in this great suburb driving down 95th and Ked Z. What a great place. It's called Evergreen Park, but we know it better as the EP. We're known for more than just the Unabomber. Remember Ted Kaczynski? You guys might even remember that big old rooster on 95th Street. It's all part of EP's history. So listen up to the EP podcast. You might be asking why. Because we talk about all things and we celebrate all the great things in the 60805. It's the EP podcast. All things Evergreen Park. It's the EP podcast. Evergreen Park. This is the EP Podcast. My name is Chris Lanuti. Tim Moran is sitting at the other end of my nine-foot homemade oak bar. Tim is a local Evergreen Parker like myself. He writes for The Patch. He's been on the show before. He's also very interested in these corned beef tacos that I mentioned earlier from Unidad, the proud sponsor this week of the EP Podcast. And I have to admit, I haven't tried them yet but I've been told really good things about them. And I'm definitely going in this week and trying them. And I believe the guy who told me they were good by the fact that he rolled his eyes back in his, in his head 
and like was like, you have you have to come in and have them. They're amazing. Mike, the bartender. This guy is like a drink making genius. And he's really knowledgeable about everything he makes up at the bar in Unidad. And he's also really, really good at asking you what you like and then saying, this is the new item on the menu you have to try. And he never has steered me wrong every time I've been in there. And he's like, these corned beef tacos, come get one, come eat one. They're spectacular. It's one of my things I'm going to be doing this week to kick off St. Patrick's week into the weekend and they're on and so forth for the rest of March, just drinking Guinness and singing Irish songs like I'm Irish with the last name of Lanuti. The other thing is that it kicks off their taco of the month. Starting in April, they're going to let people come in and submit taco recipes, and they're going to pick the best one, and then they're going to serve them to people on Friday and Saturday nights all through that month. And if you win, you get to be a guest chef for one evening in Unidad to show off your taco recipe. And part of the proceeds from the taco sales go to charity, your choice. So now I have a new goal. I have to come up with a taco recipe or convince my wife to come up with a taco recipe and let me use it so I can be a celebrity chef. But before I do that, I have to talk about the Southside Irish Parade because that is the big thing this week, right? Oh, absolutely. Walking distance from, uh, you know, you take 99th Street and then uh, the parade actually officially starts at 103rd, but the floats are lining up uh, in between 99th and 103rd. And uh, you see over on the Evergreen Park side, a lot of people the same way they do on the Beverly uh, in the Morgan Park area, they're having garage parties. It's the biggest day of the year. And a lot of people say that this is the most wonderful time of the year on the South Side, and it definitely is. The South Side Irish Parade, by far the biggest event in the year, and uh, Evergreen Park is uh, very much a big part of that. So any big tidbits, any interesting news about this parade? Because it evolves year to year. It seems to be getting bigger again. Am I right about that? It is. Yeah, the parade has been back since uh, 2012. The It actually it originally started in 1979. A lot of people know the story. Uh, a couple of kids on uh, Washington and Tallman just, on, on 109th just went around the block. It progressed ever since. Uh, as you alluded to, it did kind of get out of hand in the late 2000s. Uh, and really they actually, And then when they brought it back in 2012, it was under a zero tolerance policy. And uh, since 2012, nobody has been arrested at the Southside Irish Parade. We're I, going on seven years now. I do parade. see now that it's more like people are smart about it. Yes. You know what I'm saying? You just wait until like the, the police are over. not interested. No, I don't, I don't think the police are interested in the guy who's standing there with the coffee mug mm-hmm. and swaying because he's, at least he's being, he's being cool about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're not going to walk up and check his cup. It was at one point, it was like, People were just sitting there with a case of Miller Lite. Yeah, the alleys were <laughs> packed. It was just people were bussed in from, you know, the north side, oh, yeah. the suburbs. They would get was, off the bus the with cases of beer and come walking off the bus with it. It was insane. I remember watching that when that would happen. I'm glad that it isn't that way. Do you feel like as it's getting bigger that we'll eventually get back to that again, though? As you watch it, I mean, covering it and watching it, do you think? I'm I don't. Not. I hope not, but I, I also have noticed that the crowd keeps getting bigger and bigger every year. It does keep getting bigger and bigger right. every year, but it it's still family-oriented. Uh, they still have uh, great groups and organizations who are, you know, the Grand Marshal, the Parade Honoree, uh, and th- that zero tolerance has really been enforced. And, I mean, the people in the neighborhood remember how how we felt in, in 2010 when they said the Southside Irish Parade is canceled. It really felt like a part of us was taken away, and that was our warning. I don't think we'll ever do it again. And, and I'm not saying like there's never... The yeah, exactly. <laughs> we are, and, and like I said, seven years, no arrests. I'm not saying that's going to go on forever. Eventually, right. someone will be arrested, but right. I think it's always going to be that family base there. Then, you know, hopefully this 
prey goes on for more generations the way it is now. So this is the latest in the month that it happens, and I'm shocked at how cold it's going to be. This is the first time that it really stands out to me. Like my son got, my son was born on the 7th of March. And the year that he was born on the 7th of March, it was that weekend we were still in Christ Hospital. And I was like, and there was snow. But I was like, well, it's really early this year. You know, I mean, it was like, this makes sense. It's really early. This is later. And I just, you know, it's a shame too. I mean, do do they worry about people not showing up if it's too cold out there? No, people show up for that parade, uh, no matter what. I, it, it was 2013 or 2014. It was not only cold, but it was rainy, and it was miserable, borderline snowing, and people were out there. You know, A lot of people have to touch Western Avenue on parade day, no matter what. And I think, uh, you know, people can deal with 30-degree weather, uh, you know, as long as it's sunny and the uh, uh, sun is shining out on the Irish, I think people are going to make Make sure to have a good day. What time's the kickoff again? Is it an 11? It's, it's noon. Noon? Now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's they, noon now. You pushed it back up to noon. That way you can uh, get your church in. You can get your church you get, in. Then you can get over there for the parade. Very good. Thank you very much, Tim, for stopping by. Thanks a lot, Chris. So you have these questions. These are the rejected trivia questions. Correct. And you were part of this, right? Correct. Okay. And Tom, you know these questions as well, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Tom, Tom knows about. And you're the Tom guy. Tom knows the answers even before we write. The you're questions. the guy to ask the questions, right? Tom's the host. So okay. We'll ask I, these questions. Yes, I prepared? will be happy to write these. Uh, yeah, he's going to read these questions. Okay, so he's going to read these out. We, your husband's over here, Aaron. Yes. Pat and Pat has never seen the questions. That is correct. So Pat and I have not seen the questions. So I figure if we're going to go through the rejected ones. Why don't Pat and I see who can come up with the answers? I love it. Me and Pat head to head. That's what I want to do, okay? Are we putting any money on this? Well, I'll buy you a beer at my bar. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are ready? So so I guess we'll buzz in. We'll just say our names. That's our buzz. Okay? Chris or Pat? Okay. Pat, are you ready for this? You didn't even know. Your wife was like, we're going over to Lanuti's house to record a podcast. And now you're on the microphone and you have to you have to compete against me in trivia. Right. <laughs> All right. We'll start out easy right, here, here gentlemen. Go. Here we go. Let's see who can do this. Question number one. All right. How many championship rings would you need to have as many as Michael Jordan? Pat. Oh, man. I just didn't remember my name there for a second. Who <laughs> <laughs> the answer? Six. Yeah. yeah, that is not a name. That is the correct answer. All right. Question number two. We're going to try and get audio visual here. Okay. Am I supposed to guess? This is the theme song Chris. from Chris. a show. Wait, Chris. wait, wait. You haven't heard the question yet. <laughs> <laughs> name the actor from this show that was lost this month. I Chris. need both the character Pat. name and Chris. the real name. Mr. Lanuti. Oh, shoot. I need the character name, too? Dylan. Oh, oh yeah. Dylan. Last name. Come on. <laughs> Dylan. Dylan. Cool guy. I don't uh, know. I didn't watch that show. Pat, you know it? Pat. Uh, yeah, no, go ahead, Pat. You know it, don't you? There's no shame. You know it. What's Dylan's last name, Pat? You read it in Teen Beat and Tiger Magazine. You know it. Writer. Nope. No. <laughs> you bought that question on Dylan purpose. Dylan McKay. <laughs> Dylan McKay. Yeah. 80-year-old in high school, right? <laughs> That's right. 
<laughs> he wasn't a day over 25 when he graduated. <laughs> like, he died He died this week. He's 65 years old. Right, exactly. <laughs> 52. Don't Natural yeah. causes. I was just going to say, Aaron will come out swinging here. Wow. She, wow. This is a fixture of her childhood. Wow. She will not My let you. childhood just, ended yeah. this week. Right. All right, come on. Right, i got to get one right. right. Man, I'm getting killed. Let's keep it going. Right. Keep it going. These All are right. rejected questions from the most only redeemer Absolutely. All right. Here. Why were they rejected? Because they were too easy or because you didn't think anybody would get them? Yo, sometimes we come up with, yeah, we come up with too many oftentimes. And you're like, we, we got to pull this one out. Yeah, we only have 10. And yeah, if they're a little too... As, just as a Strange, suggestion, right. you can just throw one in there, like which uh, most holy redeemer parishioner has his own podcast and name um, the podcast. There, there's a question a, right there. That could possibly be a question on there. They, I hope they theoretically could be. Oh my god! Look at the look on your face. That might be a question. <laughs> <laughs> Looking for something fun and unique in Evergreen Park? You should try Unidad. A Latin kitchen and bar, Unidad brings together family homemade recipes and craft cocktails to create a -a one-of-a-kind eating experience. Plus, every Friday, enjoy happy hour specials from 3.30 to 6 p.m. And Unidad is currently open for dinner on Sundays with half-priced bottles of wine for a limited time. Unidad, a Latin kitchen and bar located at 3339 West 95th Street in the heart of Evergreen Park. Learn more at unidadrestaurant.com. Now all, now all of you listen to the show, you, you know that you have to go now because you already get a bonus question. You know it because you listen to the show. Okay, go ahead. That and $450 will get you in the door. So. <laughs> <laughs> right, Make no mistakes. Let's all right. see what we got here. Question number three. Oh, my God. Question number three. Name the sons of Vito Corleone in the fictional saga of the crime family. Pat. The Godfather. Pat. He just busted. Pat, what do you got? Michael. Sonny. Oh, my God. You don't know it. <laughs> There's one more. Come on. Count them down. I want to get Vito it in Lamas. here. I hear the Vito. Who? Vito. No. No, it's Michael, Sonny, and Fredo. Fredo. And Tom Higgins was his adopted son in the concierge. Oh! (laughs) All right. Name the film. If anyone orders Merlot, I'm leaving. Chris. Chris? Sideways. All right, correct. I say that all the time when we go drinking wine, my wife and I. The moment she goes, no, I actually I do the I'm not drinking the Merlot, and I just shout it. People at the restaurant look at me really weird when they're an Australian Shiraz man. We've established that earlier. All right, question number six. There's a double jeopardy at the end, right? Where I can come back. Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? We're we're, we're making this up as we go. You jumped out early. Now all of a sudden you're like, there's got to be a double jeopardy. It's your fault that you threw the. It's your fault that you threw the Dylan McKay question out of embarrassment. (laughs) Is is somebody actually keeping score? (laughs) All right, question number six. In the late 1990s, Michael J. Fox announced he was diagnosed with which Pass. disease? I believe Pat got it in by a hair, first. yeah. That would be Parkinson's. Parkinson's disease is accurate. I think we're at 2-2 here. Is I think it's pretty insensitive. I think it's pretty insensitive that you called out Michael J. Fox on his uh, disease. I just want you to know that. That is bad. why the question um, you should feel accepted. You should feel ashamed of yourself. We're, yeah, tra- <laughs> we're trying to raise awareness, Chris. All right. <laughs> Looping back to 90210. Oh, look at him. He's so oh, excited we can't right wait. Now. <laughs> Where did Brandon and Brendan Walsh go to high school? 
Saved oh, by the Bell is coming to my head. This is yeah. why you have to have girls on your Oh, show. man. Exactly. My wife would get this yes, one. She and yeah. she's terrible at these trivia nights. She would be so excited. You took all the 90210 questions out, unless there's like an entire 90210 category. Oh, yeah, you'll have to find out. Okay. Try to make it a little bit more tricky. Uh, all right, yeah. all right, yeah. yeah. I don't know the that word. I'm, sure on I'm sure it's like uh, you know, uh, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Surfer high. I have no Bye, idea. Oceanside. I'll give you a hint. What? They were in Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills high. Oh, so close, <laughs> but not accurate. <laughs> West Beverly. West Beverly. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, that's Incantinate. the rough part of Beverly. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> South Beverly high. <laughs> they, 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 they have to drive like South Nissan Be- Altima. South yeah, Beverly exactly, high. They right. all talk with accents yeah, and exactly, wave their hands right. around. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Show up in a Lexus. <laughs> Slumming. <laughs> All right, question number eight. Question number eight. Who wrote God, Guns, Grits, and Gravy? He was also a candidate. Oh. Mike Huckabee. Wow. Great American. Somebody's a conservative. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Question number nine. In Groundhog Day, what does Andy McDowell tell Bill Murray her favorite drink is? Over and over. Pat. All right. Vermouth with a twist. Very close. We will give you credit. Sweet vermouth with a twist. I was just about to say the sweet part. I think that's mm-hmm. unfair. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. I would have never have guessed that. That's yep. insane. Great movie. Wow. That was mm-hmm. That's why I was I may have wrote that question. Somewhere somebody thinks... <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute, you said you didn't know any of the questions. Oh, you didn't well. know that question. That's wrote that <laughs> question. It fixes in here. <laughs> Is this the last one, Tom? Uh, we no, can keep going. going, going long, you're, I'll yeah, keep you're, going. You're what the, the heck? Yeah, let's see what we got. All right, I can always head it out whenever we don't get Absolutely. Question number 10. <laughs> right. Uh, this, you're going to name the actress who said this in a film. I don't think I've ever drunk champagne before breakfast before. With breakfast on several occasions, but never before. Before. The actress who said it? The actress who said it. Radio silence. Yeah. You'd have to take it back to the 60s. These were rejected for a reason. Audrey Hepburn. Audrey Hepburn is accurate. Nice. Breakfast at Tiffany's. Breakfast at Tiffany's. I I was thinking about that. No, he didn't say I named my daughter Audrey. He didn't say Audrey. I didn't say I didn't buzz in right. I, yeah. Te- technicality. You didn't say sweet in front of her mood. Yeah. <laughs> true, true that. Used to keep it cool, used to be a fool. All about the bouncing master. Watch it on the news, what you gonna do? I could hit refresh and forget. Used to keep it cool. Okay, so you guys want to start a podcast. Yeah. yeah. What we need to do is start from scratch. Lots of podcasts. Six of them now. Yeah. Twelve podcasts that I'm doing a week. I come down here into the bar. I drink all day long and I do podcasts. My wife is like, "You have a problem." I love your new and it's job, not the, Chris. It's not the drinking; it's the podcast. There's too many of them. Should I keep it light? Stay out of the fight. No one's gonna listen to me if I write a song preaching what is wrong. Will they let me sing on TV? Should I keep it light? You're gonna eat lightning. You're gonna crap thunder. Right. You're gonna be a greasy Italian <laughs> tank. Way up, way up we go. Been up and down that road. Way up, way up, oh no. We gon' burn the whole house down. Watch me standing in line. 
Growing up on a podcast. Socks in the base. The EP podcast. 30 minutes of good in a world of dumb. We gon' burn the whole house down. All right. <laughs> we can keep this going. Well, let's uh, let's, yeah, do, let's, well, do, let's do two more and then we'll be done. We'll do two more. Right. Give me your best two more. Mike Tyson <laughs> had more than one act of cannibalism in his life. What part of Lennox Lewis Chris. did he bite during a press conference? Oh, Scott wait a minute. We can't buzz before the question's read. <laughs> this isn't Jeopardy. You can, but... He said Lennox Lewis. And I was just like, I yeah, can't... Well, kind of... I figured I had to finish this one or you didn't have a chance. Yeah. Lennox Lewis. Uh, Press I'm gonna, conference. Scuffle. I'm going to say he bit his nose. It was his, oh, I'm sorry. Can I get the Latin original of the word? <laughs> <laughs> Lennox meaning boxer. Hold Lennox on. Lewis. Can we reread the question? Uh, what, <laughs> what, part, what part of Lennox Lewis's anatomy did Mike Tyson fight? His stones. Oh my god! <laughs> no, not you really think he went to, during a press conference? Let it. No. Mike Tyson just got no, down on all fours. His nose. Right? No, no. He just said his nose. It was his <laughs> thigh. The, the meaty, meaty part of the thigh. Beat his thigh? How do you look up in that <laughs> position during a press conference? Well, yeah. you go low. Lex Lewis is yeah. a tall guy. Mike wow. Tyson was. Uh, yeah. Skip the foreplay. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All right. All right. Last one. Let's there finish strong. Go. There we go. All right. All right. Uh, question number thirteen. If you love Game of Thrones, or if your kids play this popular video game, did you ever stop to think, how long exactly is a fortnight? Chris. Chris, let's hear it. 14 days. 14 days. Correct. Uh, yeah, I think 13. Because I always tell my kid, if he messes up again, I'm taking away Fortnite for an entire Fortnite. Oh. And, and then he goes, what does that mean? I'm like, look it up. Yeah, exactly. Okay, use your technology for good. Yeah. Learn something, for crying out loud. Yep. All right, so here are the details one more time. Saturday, March 23rd, the doors open up at 6 p.m. at Most Holy Redeemer. Trivia starts at 7, 4.50 a table, maximum of 10 people per table. That's $45 a person you must reserve and pay for this in advance and be 21 or over because you're getting beer included in your $45 along with pop, water, and pizza. Bring your favorite snacks. There's raffle baskets, table split the pot, opportunity to buy questions because that's how the people who can't answer the questions get points. Uh, we're raffling off Rolling Stone tickets. Yes. Big deal. The Rolling Stone tickets. Cash prize a, for the deal. trivia winners. There's a table decorating contest. You get bonus trivia points for decorating your table. I remember I won a box of sliders once mm -hmm. for winning a round. They Crave have all case. kinds of little stuff that you mm -hmm. guys throw in there, and it's a lot of fun doing it. So in reality... Think, uh, cases you, of Lagunitas in right. the past. I don't know if we have coming yet. You don't have to win the whole thing to win something. I feel like every time I'm there, I walk out with something. In fact, this Thursday, I have the Chicago Stockyard Kilty Band who I won at your trivia contest last year. I won them, and they have to perform for me, and they probably were like, oh, I'll have to go to like a birthday party for his kids. No, I'm bringing them the Porter Cullens, and we're doing the kickoff to St. Patrick's Day this Thursday at Porter Cullens on the 14th from 7 until 9 p.m. So I won that before I even had this podcast, and now they have to go and play for me, and they're very excited about it. We're going to be doing a big party there this Thursday. So there's always something for somebody to go and win or do. And even if you don't win anything, it's a great time. I really appreciate you guys coming on the show. I will edit out all the, uh, 
the bad stuff that we talked about. We really appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you so much for having us and for promoting <laughs> Trivia Night. We have the website now. Oh, yeah. Oh, you yeah, have the website? org. Oh, look at that. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mostholyredeemer. Dot all one word. Dot org. Yeah. All one word. Don't Absolutely. put any spaces in there or no. underscores oh, or extra no, periods. No, no. Or Absolutely not. Right, right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. <laughs> Another show is wrapped up, another show's in the books, another show is wrapped up, and then by the looks it's gonna be a good one, and we'll see you next week. And the nude is basement, and the nude is basement. Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and it's in the books. Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and by the looks, it's gonna be a good one. Nudie's Basement, broadcast, basement, the Nudie's Basement, the broad basement. Slancha. That was like Dropkick Murphys or something, right? (laughs) I felt like it. Are you or someone you know looking to learn how to play a musical instrument this year? Then you should be checking out Westgate Music School, 6527 West 127th Street in Palos Heights. Private music lessons for all instruments, including guitar, piano, drums, voice, bass guitar, violin, banjo, ukulele, and more. Are you a vocalist? Are you ready to play a musical instrument and looking to join a group? Westgate Music School offers group classes for rock band, acapella vocal, and barbershop quartet. Students of all ages and ability levels will have the opportunity to perform three times a year in a student concert. Gift certificates for Westgate are also available. More information, call 708-586-7002 or go to westgatemusicschool.com. The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at the eppodcast.com.